Section 2 of The Early Cavemen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Early Cavemen by Catherine Elizabeth Dopp. Chapter 4 How the Fire Clan Got Rid of Sabretooth. Things to Think About. Do you know what kind of weapons the Fire Clan had at this time? Why would it not be safe for the Fire Clan to attack Sabretooth with such weapons? What kinds of weapons can you make of stones and sticks? What do you think the Fire Clan will do to get rid of Sabretooth? Do you think that the Fire Clan ate three meals together each day as we do? How the Fire Clan Got Rid of Sabretooth As soon as the sun was up, messengers started from the cave to ask the people on the hills for help. Nobody stopped to eat breakfast. The cavemen never ate breakfast together. Each ate by himself such food as he could find. Everybody was watching for Sabretooth. Soon, sharp eyes saw him crawl into a thicket, where he laid himself down and went to sleep. Then the messengers returned with the people from the hills. They went to the thicket to see Sabretooth, but they did not dare attack him. They had learned to put handles on their flint points so as to make good hunting knives. But the handles were short, and it was not safe to attack Sabretooth with such weapons. Their axes and hammers were larger and stronger, but they were afraid to use them now. While they were all wondering what to do, Strongarm went to look at Sabretooth again. The creature had feasted all night long and was sleeping heavily. He was lying just under a strong spreading branch of an old oak. When Strongarm noticed this, his eyes brightened. He motioned to an old man to come to him. After a few minutes, they went back to the other men. All crowded around, for they felt sure that Strongarm had thought of a new plan. Then Strongarm showed the people what he wanted them to do. Everybody was eager to help. The women brought out all the skins that they had. Strongarm laid the strongest skin aside and told the women to cut the others into straps. Some of the men began to work upon large flint points. Others cut a tough branch of oak and made it into a large shaft. When all had finished their work, they brought what they had to Strongarm. He selected the largest and strongest flint point and bound it to the end of the shaft. He folded the skin so as to make a bag. Then he tied the skin bag to the shaft. The boys brought stones to fill the bag and laid them on the ground. Everything was now ready, so Strongarm took the new weapon over his shoulder and climbed into the oak tree. Others followed with stones and straps. Strongarm quickly fastened the upper end of the shaft to the spreading branch of the oak. Then he carefully filled the skin bag with stones and let the weighted spear hang over Sabretooth. He motioned to the men to go back to the cave and was soon all alone with Sabretooth. He did not stop to think what might happen. He grasped his stone knife and began to cut the heavy strap. When he had almost cut through the strap, it snapped. The spear fell with its heavy weight and pinned Sabretooth to the ground. Sabretooth made one desperate effort to escape. Then he lay perfectly still on the ground. How thankful the cavemen were. They had one less creature to fear. They now felt that they would be able to keep the cave for a home. Things to do. Notice how gracefully the cat moves. Notice how it gets ready to spring. Think of an animal many times larger than the cat and see if you can model saber-tooth in clay. See if you can find good stones for hunting knives and spears. Name a tool or a machine that you have seen in which a weight is used. Draw a picture of it. Chapter 5. Things to Think About What do you think the cavemen will do with Sabretooth's skin? What will they do with his teeth and claws? What will they do with his flesh? Can you think of what they might do with the bones? 
How do you think they learn to cook food? Preparations for the feast. How excited all the people on the hills were when they knew that Sabretooth had been killed. Everybody wanted to see him. Young and old crowded around to see the monster as he lay stretched out on the ground. They gazed at the creature in silence. They admired his rich, tawny stripes. Not a man on the hills had ever before been able to get such a skin. They all wished they might have it, but they knew it belonged to Strongarm. They examined the two large saber teeth. They felt on the smaller teeth and claws. At length, the men began to quarrel about the trophies, but Strongarm waved them back. He claimed one saber tooth for himself and allowed the other to go to the brave old man. When Strongarm spoke, the men kept silent, for they knew that the trophies belonged to the bravest men. But they were given a share in the smaller teeth and claws. While they were loosening them with stone hammers, the women were hunting for their stone knives. They were soon busy taking off Sabretooth's beautiful skin. When the heavy skin was off, they began to get ready for the feast. They ate pieces of raw flesh as they worked and tossed pieces to the men and boys. They were all too hungry to wait for the feast. Besides, they were used to eating raw meat, but they had learned how to cook meat at this time. They had learned to roast meat in hot ashes. At first, they roasted the animal in its skin, but now they knew a better way. They skinned the animal and cut out the ribs, then they buried them in the hot ashes. They covered the ashes with hot coals. They cut slices of meat with their stone knives and put them on roasting sticks. Then they held these sticks over the hot coals, just as we sometimes do today. Things to do. Make believe that you are doing some of the work that the cavemen did, and see if anyone can guess what it is. See if you can cook something over the coals. Ask someone to read you a story that Charles Lamb wrote about roast pig. Chapter 6. Things to think about. How do you think the cavemen would act at a feast? What would they use for dishes? What would they do to entertain themselves and their neighbors? When would the neighbors go home? The feast. Nobody knew just when the feast began. Nobody set the table, for there was no table to set. But the women brought bowls they had made out of hollow gourds. Before the meat was half cooked, everybody was eating. Some ate thick slices that had been partly roasted on the sharp sticks. Others chewed raw meat from bones which they tore from the carcass. The children sucked strips of raw meat and picked the scraps from the ground. When the women lifted the ribs out of the hot ashes, they found a nice gravy. They dipped up the gravy in their gourd bowls and gave it to the men. Strongarm dipped some up with a bone dipper that had been made from the skull of a cave bear. Then he tore out a rib from the carcass and gnawed the meat from the bone. They all held what they ate in their hands. They all ate very fast and they ate a long time. At last their hunger was satisfied and they began to crack the marrow bones and scrape the marrow out with sharp sticks and bones. When the men became tired of sucking the bones, they tossed them to the women and children. Then the men joined in a hunting dance while the women beat time with the bones. The women chanted too as they beat time. They danced until all became tired and the visitors were ready to go. Then Firekeeper loaded pieces of meat upon the backs of the women and all gathered around to see the neighbors start home. As soon as they were gone, the cavemen prepared to rest for the night. Things to do. Take turns in doing something that the cavemen did at the feast, and let the children guess what it is. Find some good marrow bones and crack them. Find out whether we use marrow bones for anything today. If you think that you can, make something of the marrow bones. Can you think why bones are filled with marrow? See if you can beat time with marrow bones so as to help someone do his work. 
See if you can make dishes of pumpkins, squashes, melons, cucumbers, or anything else that you can find. End of section two. Recording by Valentina Vicelli.